We are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. If after the series you are still the same way, I told you last week, there's nothing we can do for you. Amen? Other people think there's something we can do for them outside the word of God. There's nothing. So let me ask this question. How many people managed to finish the homework we gave you? If you forgot, clearly you did not finish it. Nah, Dorothy is laughing. Probably she read for the first two days and then after that she just forgot. At least, how many of you got through Colossians? You see why I must retire. Five people got through Colossians. Ephesians. Hebrews. Romans. John. Wow. You see why being a pastor is difficult. It's not like building a house. When you put five layers of brick. When you come tomorrow, guess what? A day. When you finish that day, you can see what you've done. With pastoring, is different. Amen? But don't worry. I'm strong in the Lord. I have faith for you. Amen? So I'll come back even stronger after the break. I will give you a homework and get you to make sure that you do it. So that in the church we can ask you, so what does Colossians 2 verse 6 say? We have to live by the way. Do you understand that? That is the most serious thing, Bazalan. I don't know if you saw the clips about pastors out there and churches. The kind of clips that we see. Never mind the ones you've seen in the past. I saw one lately where they jump on people. You saw that one? Eh? Where they jump onto a woman. Like this. And the pastor stands on her behind and her back. And then the... Can you imagine? Think about how he has to respond to that. And then he then says, Stand up! And the lady stands and the wonderful things... Of the Lord and her husband are exposed. And then they start singing there. And the church, they're happy. And you know what they are singing? You know that song, He's Able? Oh, 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 He's Able. You see, we're laughing now. Ne? Let me tell you, you are going to be deceived away from the word of God. And you will think we are just being hard on you. Deception comes in the church. And that is why things are not right because I say them. They are right because you've gone to the word, like the Bereans, and say it's, it's like this. Are you there? So we're reading Colossians chapter 3. That's where our basis was. If then you have been 
raised with Christ. Seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. I'm sure by now you have a better understanding of that. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died. We all can identify now again. You have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of this, the wrath of God is coming. Are you hearing that? You can't just live anyhow and think God is okay with it. God will still deal with you. It's a pity that our understanding of grace is that God will never deal with us. The Bible says judgment starts in the house of God. You cannot trample underfoot the blood of Jesus again and think it's a funny thing. In this, you too once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self. We all know the old self now, again. With its practices and have put on the new self. We know the new self. Which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. We said the new man is becoming like God. In 1 John chapter 4. These are all the verses we've read. I'm just bringing you back so that when we close, if you did not read the verses, you go and read them again. It says, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world hears them. You remember that? We are of God. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. The one who is not of God does not hear us. From this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. So already our character is defined that we are people who love. But then there are people we live who, with who are not from the same place as us. And so there will always be clashes even in homes. When two people love each other with their earthly love, there will still be clashes because they represent two kingdoms. In Psalm 82 from verse 6 to verse 7, we read, it says, I said you are God, sons of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, you shall die like mere men. You remember that? That Jesus then in John 10 from verse 34 to 36, Jesus explains the verse that we just read. That God said, you are God to those people to whom the word of God came. Whom God had given authority to use his word to govern. You remember that? And so he says to them, you are God. That time he was speaking to judges who were speaking on his behalf. But then we read in 1 Peter 1 verse 23, it says to us, You have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. And then we said, they were called gods because the word of God came to them. 
and they could use it on behalf of God. Now, you can imagine how much more us. We have been given greater authority because of the Holy Spirit that is in us. We have been given greater authority because we are born of the word of God. You understand that? The word did not just come to us. We are born of it. Remember. So in Colossians 2 says, Therefore, from verse 6, Therefore, since you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. You are in Christ. So what is the admonition? Since we are in Christ, we must what? Walk in him. Walking, remember, speaks to the conduct of your soul. The spirit is already in Christ. But how we live is through our soul. So therefore, that instruction means live as one who is in Christ. So think the thought of Christ. Behave like he does. Because your spirit does not have to be told that. That is why the Bible says the spirit and the flesh are fighting. The spirit already knows. But you have to discipline your soul to walk in Christ. It says rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to the human tradition, according to the elements, elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. In other words, there are lots of Christians who are still going to be deceived because they believe in what pastors say. If there's a false prophet, there's a false pastor, how's that? Simple logic, isn't it? But many, even in our midst here, you are already on the way to getting lost. If your, if I'm your Bible, oh, scary stuff. I told you I can preach you to walk into in nakedness through the Bible, and you will believe me. And it's happening. I was joking when I was telling you. But I can do it. But somebody already beat me to it. So the Bible says in Colossians 2. From verse 6. When you get to 23. It says there. For those of us. Who listen to do, don't do this, don't do that. Too many traditions. It says other people try to be holy through the law. But everything you try against the flesh cannot restrict the flesh. It doesn't matter how passionate you are. You say, today I love God. You know, you remember the last time since that we spoke about. God, I'm doing it for the last time. How come it's still the last time today? It's because it doesn't matter. You can do this, do that, do whatever you want. You can't restrict the flesh through the laws. The, the flesh is way too powerful to be restricted by self-will. So without the word, the living word of God, you and I have no hope against the flesh. We don't need the devil if the flesh is at its strength. That is why in Romans chapter 1 it says, because they chose not to retain the knowledge of God, 
God gave them over to their reprobate minds. Ire ho bana modimo ba ne ba sa batlo ho mamela o ba file dikelelelong tsa bona tse manyala to do what ought not to be do why because genesis remember it says i regret making a human being because since i made him and he fell he fell every inclination of his heart is towards evil so you don't need the devil to start doing evil things are you still with us so saints here's a very important thing Unless you are in the word, you are in the world. How's that? Keep that in mind. Never forget. Even if you sleep, not praying, whatever you do, at any point that you are not in the word, you are in the world. And when you are in the world, you are in the enemy's camp. You are already disempowered. So a few things that I want us to know as we wrap up. Uh, let me apologize for this thing. You remember we had a problem here, the globe last week. So we organized other ones. So we have not really got around uh, the cabling and so on and so forth. Hopefully by second service, they'll, they'll be sorted. Amen. I hope you are still following. So a few things that I want you to keep in your heart as heart knowledge after this series ne? if you don't know these things remind yourself every time i am heading towards destruction ne? so number one know the lord personally know him personally don't know him through us Hosea 4 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the word, remember the word, the law of God, I will forget your children. God is not bound by anything you say, but by the word you remember. He watches over that. In, first, in Second Peter 1 Peter 1.3 it says, His divine power has granted us or has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Through what? Through the knowledge of him who called us. So what does that mean? The knowledge of God retained gives us the ability to live life successful. But the knowledge of God lost gives us over to the defeat by the flesh and the world. Are you there? In Philippians 3.8, Paul explains to us, he says, Indeed, I count everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain him. He says, the greater worth in all things that you think you know and have is to know God. That's why God says, do not boast in your wealth, in your wisdom, in whatever you do. Make sure you know that I am God who exercises righteousness, peace, kind, justice, and in these things I delight. So in other words, other people think they are God's favorite children. Just because they are born again. When in fact, on the opposite, they are almost provoking him to deal with them. And other people, like I said, are convinced to... Okay, watch. Watch the space. We will testify about you later. The Bible says he disciplines those he 
And you know God's discipline is not very... Okay. Don't worry. If you want to know, just keep on the journey that you are on. Are you there? It says in Colossians 2, from verse 2 to verse 3, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the rich riches of full assurance of understanding and knowledge of God's mystery. Says God has a mystery and it calls him which is Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. If you don't know Christ personally, you only claim to be wise. Wisdom is found in Christ and the Bible says are hidden. Which means those that will find are those that are ready to open the coconut. You know the coconut. Have you ever tried to open it? It's very, but very nice inside. And you know this thing that they call sour grapes. Remember the story of a J. Cole who wanted to eat grapes? Well, you know in fable stories, everybody talks and everybody eats everything. And the J. Cole came to the grape vine and they... So the J. Cole was most likely my height. And then... He couldn't reach the grapes. They were too high. And then as he went, he said, anyway, you are sour. <laughs> you know those people? When, you, when they can't get something, they start telling them, eh, hello, 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 except baby. How am I more? Sour grapes. So what does that tell you? Some of us will find ourselves at that place of the sour grapes. So if you don't know God, tough, you'll be saying, if God this, if God that, if God what, what, let me tell you what's the problem with you. Finding the treasure and the wisdom in Christ is like cracking the coconut. You understand? You can't just give up. You have to hit it and hit it and hit it. Remember what most of us are like? They are onion pillars. You are lazy to crack the coconut and get the sweetness of the coconut. But you are very quick to peel the onion. Then what happens? You finish pulling, uh, peeling it. You have nothing left with tears in your eyes. How's that? And then you start, yeah, I was born again and the brothers disappointed me. You should have been wiser. Go deeper into the word of God. You would have come out better. But to listen to Let's leave that point. It's irrelevant. Number two, know your new nature in Christ. Number one was what? Know God personally. Number two, know your new nature in Christ. In 2 Corinthians, we read from chapter 5, verse 16, it says, From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no more. In other words, when you look at yourself, even other Christians, don't look at people in the flesh again. Remember, they are now in, in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Okay. 
in John chapter 1 from verse 12 it says but to as many as received him who believed him he gave them the right to become children of God children not born of the will of men or of the blood but born of what of God so you must be able to walk around knowing that even if i don't feel like it i am born of God if you don't carry that around you will always think lower of yourself you will forget that we told you that you are a divine spiritual being having an earthly experience you live like you actually are just an earthly being in first john 4 4 we read little children you are from god and have overcome them you are from god ephesians 4 24 says and put on the new self created after the likeness of god in true righteousness and holiness we are righteous before god we don't have to try and be righteous you know you get condemned because you are not convinced that i don't do anything to be righteous i am righteous before i start working in righteousness are you following that you don't become holy by starting to walk in holiness no god has made you holy first so he only wants you to become what he has already made you are we still there Bazalan? colossians 3 10 says the same thing and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator number next number three know your authority in christ so it was what? Know God personally. Know your own nature. If you understand the power of God, you'll understand what kind of a person you are. So know your authority in Christ. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Acts 1, 8. But you will receive what? Power when you have the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So you have been given authority now understand the authority that authority is through the holy spirit as it was said without the holy spirit there's no power so other people are thinking i can quote the verse the verse has no power the verse only has power when it is spoken as a breath by the holy spirit that's why you can quote until you walk around you see this thing of walking around as if uh you 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 are working in power working in miracles and you keep i am this i am that i am this let me tell you you are nothing that the holy spirit has not made you only when we come to him do we become that which the, the word says we are otherwise it's only positional truth that's why positionally you can lay hands upon the sick. Now without the power of the Holy Spirit, you can lay and lay until they clap you. But nothing will happen. Are you following? Why? Because it is him who releases the gifts and the anointing. How's that? And Matthew 16, 17 says, And this sign shall accompany those who believe in my name. So the authority is in the holy spirit and is also in the name i have i told you i don't like criticizing what other pastors are doing 
But there are others I just don't agree with. I may never criticize them in public. But I, 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 had, I, have, I worked with some other pastor. And then later on, I saw him doing something on TV. And I said, I don't want to do it. He was busy saying, So, Hey, those of you who watch him, you know. He was not saying in the name of Jesus. He was saying Gomkonto and mention his name. And when he gets to church, they sing for him. And then he dances. Yeah. You've never seen it. It's okay. If you've not seen, no problem. I gave you enough hints to know. So, for Mark 11, 22 to 24, Jesus says, have faith in God. And I say to you, whoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, but, and shall not believe, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that whatsoever he says, he shall have what he says. So, authority is given. It comes through the Holy Spirit. It's exercised in the name of Jesus Christ. But authority is spoken. You understand? Other people think, they, they're like, Murut, I was praying in my heart. The devil does not hear you in your heart. Your situation does not hear you. That's why Jesus says, say to the mountain. And most of us, when we exercise authority, we direct it to God. You praying for sickness. You praying for lack of finances. You pray and you say, Father, I ask, uh, I thank you that uh, this mountain will be removed. Let me tell you, are you surprised it's still there today? The reason it's still there is because the authority is not exercised that way. Speak to the mountain. I command you, you mountain, hear the word of the Lord. You mountain, hear the word of the Lord. I say, be gone, be thou removed. Tomorrow is there. Tell the mountain again. Don't turn to God and say, the mountain does not move. God is going to ask you like Moses, why are you telling me? You remember God told Moses, why are you crying out to me? So exercise authority. Here are other things that I wanted you to remember. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, it says, Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to judge trivial things? Sometimes we don't understand the extent of our authority. The Bible says, we will judge the world. You know that in Revelation. It says, they'll, we, we will reign and rule with him. How's this one? In verse 3 of the same, 1 Corinthians 6, 3. Do you not know that we are to judge angels how much more than the matters pertaining to this life? Some of us think of angels as like, whoa, so much so that we, when you, we, we think you are beautiful or you're, oh, you look like an angel. So clearly in your thinking, angels are better than us. But the Bible says a different story. It says we are greater. So much such that when the time comes, we'll be judging them. Amazing, isn't it? Don't you find it odd that we take ourselves so granted, for so granted to like, ah, you know me, hey, hey, hey. I don't think it's Hey, I mean, let's just be honest. Why 
And I ask why? Do you like holding other people so high when they are used by God, when God has put so much in you? Why do you make us look like your superheroes? Why do you market us so much than Jesus? Yeah, my pastor says, I know you, another church, when they speak, I'll, I'll put my name there. Ne? If you ask them anything, Pastor Mazepe said, my pastor said, my, Saints, personally, I, I'm begging you, I told you many times, I have never written a verse that says, Thou shalt be my witnesses in Jesus. No. Langut like Rosalind. The more you stay away from speaking about Jesus, the more you stay away from who you truly are. That's why you'll always look up to everyone. And that's why you always run after what other people have to offer because you don't know what you have to offer. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Not pastors. And call the powerful men of God of the hour of the century. Sinners won't even get a chance to hear the, the, the message. Guess who's going to be at the crusade? They are waiting for a prophecy. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. They are already prophesied over your life. God has already spoken the future. He has said, I have plans for you. Eh? He has said, whatever you ask in my name, I will give you. But still, you want to hear from another man. And you, what you don't understand is that sometimes people who speak in the front, they conjure things up by capel. Others are prophet thinking, others are prophet lying, others are prophet knowing, others are prophet wishing. Let me tell you what happened. One of the people in our circles prophesied over one man in Lesotho. It says, ah, uh, the Lord says, you will be healed of this stroke. And this is a true story. You will be healed of this stroke. I also had a stroke and the Lord healed me. And guess what? Because the, the man walks like this. The man does not have a stroke. He, the leg was amputated in a mine accident. Can you believe? God says, I hate it when you say I said something when I did not. And when you are waiting to hear from us. And now I was talking with your friends about you. They were telling me as a pastor, I'm root married, so and so. And I can't, come, 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 say. Mm. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. And you are going to build your life around that. How's that? Your whole life based on what I'm saying which may not necessarily be true. Are you following? Where must we stand? 
stand on the way. On the solid rock, I stand. And you don't know how many prophecies I've got. Eh? Some as they were said, I just knew her. You are just wishing me luck. <laughs> Number next. Know your citizenship as a child of God. In John chapter 17, Jesus, I'm reading from verse 6, he says, I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Are you hearing? You gave me them out of where? Out of the world. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. I must, you must understand. They were in the world. As they were taken out of the world, they kept the word of God. They kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. Don't you just love the idea? Jesus says, I have given them the words you gave me and they have received them. And I have come to, they have come to know in truth that I came from you. And they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All that are mine are yours, and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming, remember, they are in the world, but not of the world. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture may be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world. Are you following Isn't it said that the world can hate you, but because you have not kept the word of God, you are not even safe in the house of the Lord. That's a very miserable life. Look at verse, 7, verse 16 of the same book. It says, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So you understand who you are not of the world. Ephesians 2.19 says, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household. 1 Corinthians 15.48 As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. We are of what? But where are we now? On earth. It says Philippians 3 from 17 to 20. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even in tears, walk as enemies of the cross. They are saying they are children of God, but they walk as enemies of the cross. Their end is destruction. That's not nice. Their God is their stomach and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. They are, mind, they are of heaven, but their minds are of earthly things. So let's take it back. 
They, because their mind they are on earthly things, they glory in their shame. Their stomach is their God. And therefore, they will end up in destruction. You can reverse it. Né? You can go in the right direction. Verse 20, this is what I want you to hear. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have our citizenship in heaven. And Romans 12, verse 2, therefore, tells us, do not conform to the standard of the world. Why? Because you do not belong to the world. Let me rush. Number next, know your mandate and responsibilities. Know your what? Your mandate. People ask for vision. If you don't know what God has said you must do, you'll keep asking. John 17 verse 18 says, Jesus says to the Father, As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. So, what has happened? John 17 verse 18. Jesus says he has sent you into the, the world. Matthew 10 16. Behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. So Matthew 10, 16 tells us we have a dangerous mission. The world is very dangerous. We are sent into the world, but we are sent as sheep amongst the wolves. Luke 10, verse 3. Go your way. Behold, I'm sending you as lambs in the midst of wolves. Are you still following? We are sent into the world. But the mission is so dangerous that they will just destroy you. You are like lamb amongst wolves. But Acts 1.8 says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you again. What is the mandate? And you shall be my witnesses. Please keep that one. Next time you want to witness things, remember, you are nobody else's witness. Sometimes gossip is, uh, is illegal witnessing about people who has not sanctioned you to. Agree you are telling about people who have never asked you to tell about them. Tell about Jesus, you will, worship, you will gossip no one. Extended 6 says, as for the way that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ. So we are sent to preach who? Jesus. That's our mandate. Sometimes even in the pulpit, you see how the pastor is trying very hard to impress everyone. Don't. Just preach Jesus. And that it says, Ephesians 3.10. You should know it by heart now. God's intent is that through the church, his manifold wisdom must be made known to the principalities. So that's our mandate. To show that our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is bigger. Awesome in power. Our God. How's that? This one, know your position in Christ. That one, I agree, we have. Colossians 3, 3 says, For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. This whole series was based on that. Your position in Christ. And... Second last, know what to expect from your enemies. Your enemies are, are, are not just people. Your enemies is actually the flesh, the devil, and the world system. Not people. So your enemy is everything and everyone that tries to derail you from following God. 
John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. That's what you can expect from an enemy. So when stuff happens, be aware. Don't just say, I don't know why these things is happening to me. It's because you don't know your enemies. Steal, kill and destroy. Revelation 12 says, and I heard, 12 verse 10, that the devil is our accuser. Do you know that condemnation is the child of guilt? And guilt comes from accusation. So sometimes when you do bad things, the Bible can say, there is now no condemnation. But the devil will accuse you in your conscience. How can you? Are you following? Understand what you can expect. Don't just fall for the trap of always being accused. Amen. Then you can read First Peter 4 verse 3 to 5. It says, the people who are not born again, they will ridicule you. They are surprised why you are not doing what they are used to doing. Has anyone ever been there? Where they say, Oh, Solomon Fundis. Ah, Mam Fundis. I will shine your verse lap. Okay, they've never done it to you. I'm happy for you. In Matthew 10, 25, Jesus tells us that if they called him Satan, Belzebub, how much you? People are going to call you names. You can expect that. And if you read the same uh, chapter 10 from 32 to 39, Jesus tells you that if you acknowledge him before men, he will acknowledge you before the, the father. But I love this part. For I have come to set a man, a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. You know, Mfundis, please pray for me. You know, me and my siblings, as is one, Mfundis, that's the problem. You don't understand that there will always be that conflict. Because we represent things that are clashing. Does that mean you must choose to fight with them? No. They are the ones fighting with you. Don't fight with them. Do not be overcome by evil. Overcome evil with. Lastly, know your victory. When you are walking through stuff, don't think, one day I will win. Understand that we are already on the winning side. Is that okay? So even if people are speaking bad and what and what, it's okay. If we understand our enemies, we can expect them. So, number one, 1 John 5, verse 4, it says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. You see, born of God are you? Then you will overcome the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So don't lose your faith because if the devil steals your faith, he steals your victory. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Revelation 12 verse 11 says, And they have conquered of the overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they have not loved their lives. So don't love yourself more than you love Jesus. Because if you love yourself, you'll try to defend yourself. That's how you lose. Surrender your life to Jesus. And then he will fight your battles. We, re- we sing, mighty warrior, great in battle. In Romans 8, 35 to 39, you remember where it says, who shall separate us from the love of God? 
But I love this part. It says in 37, in all these things we are more than what? Conquerors. It says, for I am sure, I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You understand that? 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in trifle procession. God leads us in victory. But you must mark the weight. He leads us. So we must do what? Sometimes God leads and you turn to the right. You are surprised why you are defeated. If God leads you, even if it's through the valley of the shadow of death, follow. Because there, his rod and his staff, they will comfort you. And the second, last, 2 Corinthians 4, 8 to 12. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying in the body the death of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always begin, being given over to death for Jesus' sake. So that the life of Jesus may also be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us. Are you following? Because there's victory. We are aware that whatever happens to this body does not mean the inner man is destroyed. And lastly, Romans 8, 28. And we know. What do we do? We know that all things work together for the good. We know. It's a pity that we don't. Eh? Saints, I wish we could know what we're supposed to know. That even if it is bad now, when you are seated with Christ, it will work together for, for the good. How's that? We're done. Are you happy?